You're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, which is all about beauty without the BS. If you're interested in how the worlds of beauty and wellness are intertwined, or you're obsessed with daily rituals of skincare and self-care, or you just want to know the latest when it comes to new beauty, this is for you. I'm your host, Sharice Kenyon. Today's guest is Anastasia Goron, also known as All You Can Face on Instagram and TikTok. I first followed Anastasia after makeup artist Katie Jane Hughes told me she was a must-follow due to her extensive content on facial massage. In just under a year, Anastasia has amassed almost 600,000 followers on TikTok and almost 125,000 on Instagram. And I really believe that that is down to her dedication to just sharing the information that she has, but also consistency. In this episode, I wanted to find out how she managed that. And as she explains, it was all done from the comfort of her couch to begin with. I really wanted to invite Anastasia on as part of my Beauty Times Wellness series because I love how she is constantly reiterating the fact that how we feel affects how we look. She is extremely passionate about the concept of us having the power to change how we look in the palm of our hands and really wants us to rediscover that we don't need lotions, potions, tools or Botox. Not that she's against any of that. Currently living in Paris, Anastasia speaks several languages and is working on her online facial massage program. And this is actually her first time being on a podcast, which I actually was pretty impressed with because she's just a natural. You can find Anastasia anywhere at All You Can Face, and I hope you love this chat. I love to know how people wake up in the morning. I feel like it's a real indication of how that person kind of lives. So tell me about you from when you first open your eyes. What are you doing? So how do I wake up? I wake up um, now that I'm living in Paris to a church bell, which is really, really nice. Uh, usually I have an alarm going off around 9 a.m. I really love to sleep in. I'm not a morning person at all. I'm very active in the evening. Right. So I wake up um, first. I do actually three morning pages where I just write down um, thoughts which come to my mind and just it's like a mental detox. So um, you also can structure your thoughts because you wake up and you have so much in your head. That's what I do, three morning pages. Then I um, go and have some hot water and do 100 jumps, little jumps for lymphatic drainage. So while my um, water is boiling, I do like 100 jumps to get the lymphatic system going. Wow. And then... <laughs> and then... Yeah, I um, usually start um, washing my face, brushing my teeth, and uh, in my skincare routine, I obviously I'll um, cleanse gently, then I do a moisturizer, then I do my facial exercises 10 minutes, and then I put sunscreen on and I'm ready to go. Okay. I usually shower in the evening because people ask me, um, why, why aren't you not showering in the morning, but I usually shower in the evening. So is it like star jumps that you're doing in the morning or literally just... It, they look very weird, so you kind of like need to hold your breath. So it's like, so it's not like, and then you really need to jump slow and steady because what happens is uh, it's so important the lymphatic system in our body that it only moves unless uh, we are moving. It's not like the blood circulation going pumps through our heart. And so 
Um, I mean, I'm talking a lot about the face, but to be honest, the face is the translation of our body and our body health. So it is like um, hundred feet jumpers like this um, right. without like jumping jacks, but you can absolutely do jumping jacks as well, I assume. I mean, it's kind of like a classic to do. A lot of um, older people also do it to um, stay fit. So, yeah, it also kind of like, uh, how do you say, lifts my mood right away. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and gets me like active because I feel like when we are in the morning, like laying for um, a longer period of time, you feel kind of groggy. I'm not the kind of person waking up and like, yeah, let's go. So I force myself with these jumps, jumps to have some energy. I think I'm going to start doing that in the afternoons because one thing I've noticed, particularly during lockdown, there's a period in the day where I realize I've been sitting down for a really long time. And I'm like, you know, you've, we follow each other on Instagram, you know, on and off, I have problems with my skin. And I'm convinced it's because if I'm sitting down for so many hours, plus the lying down, every system in my, the circulation lymphatic is just going to like chill out, like Stagnate. not do anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it gives you energy right away. And your skin, again, is also a translation of what happens inside. So um, especially in COVID, we all have our little pimples or concerns and everything because it all comes and shows through it. So um, these are really little hacks and easy hacks not only to boost your um, system to move again, because I say not only where blood flows, life goes, but where movement is, is also like life, health and beauty, so to speak. Wow. And um, it's also mentally um, very refreshing, you know, like mm. to take a break and do this, even though it sounds super weird. But um, No, I love it. And we're going to get more into it because yeah. that's, you know, yeah. that was my main attraction to you was like, wow, she really you know, talks about how you can do so much for your face without fillers, etc. but also what it does for your mind. Um, but I love how you said, what was it, where blood flows? Life goes. <laughs> that where blood flows, life goes. I love that. So let's just <laughs> rewind a little bit because you do have an amazing glow. I'm sure you're probably going to tell me that's down to the facial exercises. But just in case, I would love to know what skincare you are using right now. I try and mix a lot because I'm now in the lucky position that people send me a lot. But my go-to when I really, when I'm really, how do you say, um, feeling that my skin is stressed out or something, right. I, in the morning, for example, I really stick to the hydrating cleanser from CeraVe. Yep. Then I go in with the um, Hada Labo uh, Hyaluronic Acid. And then I either... And then on top of it, I, ah, yes, then I do vitamin C. Currently, I'm using the one from Allies of Skin, but I also love the one from SkinCeuticals. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, I go in with either the CeraVe lotion, which I use for the body and face, and or the Allies of Skin moisturizer. And um, as a sunscreen, I use Elta MD. Okay, um, cool. It's an American brand. Um, mm -hmm which I now got through Amazon constantly. Yeah, it's so good. To, yes, I used to live in New York and um, I got introduced by a friend. And since then, well, I had like huge acne and she said it's a really great sunscreen. I have the one which is mineral-based right. and it's post-procedure, which is also um, especially gentle. So, but, uh, ah, 
I'm sorry. I also sometimes after my moisturizer, I pat on um, on a very very thin layer some squalene oil right. because yeah. I feel when it's a zinc based um, sunscreen, it can dry out your skin. So mm. I want to have like this additional protective layer mm. um, of a little bit of oil, even though I read recently that the oil can dissolve your sunscreen faster. That makes so, sense. Um, <laughs> I mean, we have oil cleansers and then you have oil on your skin. Obviously, it dissolves the sunscreen, but um, it's, it's an incredibly thin layer. And I put the oil after I even did my facial exercises. So I do my facial mm. exercises while moisturized, then the oil and then the sunscreen. I found you on Instagram. I actually found you through makeup artist Katie Jane Hughes. She was yes, like, love her. all you can face, she's amazing. She can literally lift everything with these exercises. So I started following you that day. And I wanted to know, has that always been your background? Have you always kind of been into this holistic way of looking at beauty? In a way, yes, but I would say very indirect. So when I was five years old, I started um, ballet dancing and I was truly like a started professional dancing when I was really 12 till 15. And uh, I started with ballet every day, um, training five hours and being on the stage and everything. And um, I love that. It's so it's, it's uh, kind of like had already a connection to my body. Then when I was 15, I was actually discovered um, as a model. And so I finished school and I had the opportunity to travel a lot. And so in a way, my life was constantly connected to beauty or at least mm. be looked at. And therefore, I always had um, my little insecurities or I always wanted to find a way to improve my skin because what really, really was my biggest insecurity was my skin constantly. Mm. It started obviously when I was a teenager and I had extremely harsh acne mm. and it really took a toll on my psyche after school I ran home and started picking my face and um, put makeup on it like mm. really like a thick layer and nothing helped and overdoing things and using acne products which are just oh, not drying um, out which are even worse for your skin but you don't know if you <laughs> see a bottle and you don't have a clue about skincare you're thinking oh this will help my acne and so I literally tried everything in the universe I could get my hands on, including also um, doing a course on well, Accutin, uh, right. like Accutin. Mm -hmm. So this was really like the end because nothing in the end helped. And so I was always concerned with my skin. I always had um, an interest in that. And this was kind of like my personal passion, mm -hmm. which I always followed. Um, after school, again, I was um, able to travel the world, also work with a lot of makeup artists to talk to them. And I was always interested in hearing their story, what they're using. on. And they saw me sometimes having completely acne. And they were like, girl, you need to do this. You need to put a banana on your face. You need to, <laughs> I don't know, all kinds of tips. Mm. So I was soaking that in. Mm. And um, parallelly, I also then studied, but my um, study were, were like business related right but my passion always kind of like was into beauty because it was just something as a woman really important to me and in our society you kind of like need to look beautiful and especially when you are a model yes mm -hmm. people pay you to look good or like people pay you for your looks but I constantly was thinking I'm an imposter mm -hmm. 
mm. sitting at the castings and I'm I was waiting till someone tells me, okay, you are not actually here to, you're not, you're, you're not for, uh, you're not for us. Mm. And so, um, this mix of being looked at, being a woman, like finding your own way and finding your own beauty, um, started this whole journey into skin. Mm. And, um, one day my mom, um, who obviously is kind of like my best friend, I'm an only child and she, um, in my early twenties, she was, telling me there's this lady coming to Germany um, doing a facial exercise course. And I was like, what is this? I mean, this sounds super random. <laughs> okay, whatever, let's go. And so um, I went with her and it was, uh, there were 20 ladies sitting in the room. We were waiting to, for the teacher to arrive. And I realized all these ladies sitting there, they were all Russian. So I speak also Russian. And this is like a huge thing in Russia and Eastern Europe uh, doing facial exercises. Okay. Nothing new at all. Right. And so I was sitting there and I was thinking, all these ladies are 50 and above. And then it's me sitting there in my early <laughs> 20s. And so I did this um, course and it took five hours. We got a little introduction into the anatomy, like literally everything on how, what and how to do. And after these um, five hours, I realized, wow, I feel, I feel first of all good. And if I look fresher, I look kind of like awake. Mm. And I was thinking, why does not anyone else in my age group knows about this. I mean, this is crazy. I I was in my early um, 20s thinking Botox will be my best friend when yeah. I'm 30. I'm going to do the fillers. I'm going to do the yeah. normal route. And so it started me doing these exercises um, for a year, just every day, 10 minutes. And I just loved it because it started from a point to maybe improve something or mm. not liking myself, especially like constantly being looked at. Mm. Um, I always had something to criticize on myself, but the more I kind of like got into that field and then started doing courses with other people, teacher trainings where I was taught on how to do it, talk to orthodontists or like estheticians who specialize in, for example, bucal massage from the inside. It was incredibly empowering to understand that you can uh, do something with your hands without actually buying any product or anything passively putting on your skin but everything comes from inside mm. and so this journey started um, and it initially started as a hobby I still was working as a consultant in branding and uh, my background was more in fashion right but um, it really was a passion project and I realized I at some point want to do want to make this my career and it was already a um, year-long plan mm -hmm. and I taught my friends how to do facial exercises saw what happens in their faces and tried and tested all kinds of things out and I already planned I saved a little bit of money and for 2020 my plan was to give it a shot to try oh, wow. <laughs> um, at least this year to see whether people even like it, whether it's something for them. And um, if it doesn't work, I'll find another job again and I'll do it and I love it. It will mm. help me. And so um, I started um, really dedicating my entire time uh, to facial exercises then the pen or like as a career. And then the pandemic hit and uh, that was not planned. <laughs> and so I was, I was sitting at home um having like just my phone mm -hmm. uh, starting to film myself and doing little massages, doing little hacks. 
on TikTok. And this is where it really started to take traction. Mm. Um, TikTok was at that time like this pandemic hobby for everyone, <laughs> like just to put like random videos on there. Yeah. And I thought um, it's a great platform because uh, you can kind of like be seen organically. It's not like Instagram where it's very saturated. So I was thinking, okay, I will just give it a shot. I will try to put as much value and information out there and let's see how it's received. Mm -hmm. And I started posting every day. And then within a year, um, I'm over half a million followers. Um, the community is incredible. I learned so much throughout the way. I mean, this is the short answer. Yeah. It was a lot of learning while doing. Yeah. And in terms of facial exercises, learning never stops. So yeah. even though I do have a, I would say a very solid knowledge about the anatomy of the face on what to do because I also try and test everything out on my own. Mm. But um, I would never ever say I am the uh, expert and the most knowledgeable because I love, there's so much out there to explore mm. still. And the, I don't know, the skin also changes while I'm aging as well. So yeah, in a nutshell, sorry for this long uh, introduction, <laughs> but this is like, how it started and yeah. um, I am incredibly thrilled how it's received. I'm so honored also by the community um, I have and yeah, that's, that's where I am right now. Well, <laughs> your community has grown so much because honestly, I swear that when I followed you, I think you were around the 50, 60,000 on Instagram and now you're on over 120 or something. And I was just like, how? <laughs> but then you mentioned TikTok. I feel like there are certain people on TikTok, you just then you didn't say, I wanted to create a following on TikTok. I wanted to be seen. You said, I wanted to see how much information I could share. And you also said about, I want to keep learning. And I think that is what sets you apart because there are a lot of people and there's a lot of talk in the skincare community right now about experts that have zero qualifications but have millions of subscribers on youtube talking about skincare and then obviously you have the experts that have put years in and i think wherever you are on those you know i have nothing against someone that has made something a passion but perhaps they haven't studied it for 20 years because the passion is what's keeping them interested you know what i mean but I think it's also crucial, whatever kind of expert, to keep on learning because things do change and science can show you new things. And like you say, your skin is going to change over the years. So 20 years from now, I imagine you will still be doing this. You'll probably <laughs> yes. still look this good, but you will have learned something, you know, about yourself and how skin ages. So I, I do love that about you. But um. Thanks. Thanks. No, I, um, in terms of that, I also, um, I never hoard, why well, I, I try not to hoard information. And I'm also honest about the fact that, um, I am not a dermatologist, right? Um, and if people a lot of times come to me, especially young, mm. pretty girls, um, who have issues with their faces and their skin, I always direct them to a dermatologist. Um, and I'm not in the position, especially through um, a social media app to <laughs> analyze their skin. I, I give my tips, but I always um, give that through the lens and mm. through also the disclaimer, please, this is through um, a chat. I'm, mm. I only can tell you so much. Mm. So yeah, as you said, it's a process and um, it's very exciting and very interesting. <laughs> but why do you think that 
because it's so funny earlier on you mentioned about I thought you know I was going to do fillers and Botox and you called it you know the nat the normal route and I was like how did we get to that being the normal route when you have the power to do so much in your own hands and you're saying that you know those ladies from Russia it's nothing new there what do you think has taken us away from just like being in touch with our own skin and, and doing things for ourselves I think it's um, people in the Western society and also when I say Russia, especially like the Asian community, which is a lot about massages and um, coming from the inside, especially traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah. So it's not only the Russians doing mm. this for years, but um, generally like the East, I would mm. say. And then mm. we have this Western view on society, uh, Western view on beauty, which is the quick fix, you know, um, uh, people want to see results right away. Also, the skincare industry is forced in order to sell to promise things which are really unrealistic and um, really detach you from your own connection to your skin, to your health, to your body, because it's always something passively. Uh, come, uh, the, the fix is usually something passively, topically, put onto you mm. rather than looking, okay, what do I have? My body, my uh, immune system, my skin, which is smart in itself. Otherwise you wouldn't survive humanity <laughs> for so long. And um, just take a step back. And I feel, yeah, just um, we are so trained or like so fast paced. Um, there's so much technological advancement and all kinds of advancement. But in terms of skin health, it really takes time. It takes consistency. And those fillers and Botox and everything are truly a quick fix and not sustainable. They're truly not sustainable for your face. And um, you will look good for the first three, four years. Um, but these are toxins you're putting into your face and they need to go somewhere. And you cannot really, um, including the fillers, um, they not dissolve. They do not dissolve hundred percent in your mm, body, and mm. then they leave it. They go somewhere, right? And so you need to ask yourself, where are they going, and how do you feel and look after afterwards? It has so much to it. It's very, very interesting this conversation about Botox because it also changed our communication style, right? <laughs> yeah. We are very, um, we are Expressive. very uh, social creatures. Yes, and. Um, Actually, there's a study which says 90% of our communication is nonverbal. That means it doesn't matter what I'm saying, but how I'm <laughs> saying it. And so if my face is half frozen, um, I do not, I'm, I see a beautiful face, yeah. but I ask myself, can I trust this person? Are they truly <laughs> smiling at me? Are they feeling me right now? What is happening? And so... Subconsciously, we all take that in and mm. our communication has completely changed. Especially mm. interesting if you are a mom and your face is frozen and the kids usually look at the mom's faces and cannot really understand like certain uh, emotions, right? Which we have in our faces. So it's, it's an extremely um, interesting topic. So it doesn't only go into beauty and how you look, mm. but it's also our social behavior, our communication, which is in the end everything to we are like social creatures yeah. yeah but it's also in the entertain entertainment industry it's like when you describe that just then um i don't know if you watch um big little lies with nicole kidman in it the women I living heard of it, but I haven't 
okay. <laughs> well, even in um, she was in something else recently. I've forgotten. It was like a murder thing. But basically, you know, you you can grow up with an actress, so you know how their face looks. And then over time, I was like, Nicole Kidman's face. I mean, do what you want with your face. You know, that's the disclaimer. Do what you want. But I was like, her Absolutely. face is frozen. How can she be an award-winning actress when this bit? I think it's literally all of this bit doesn't move anymore. And I was just like, that's her in her job. She's playing a role. But how is it her for, for her outside of that? Like, how will she express herself? And don't get me wrong. At the same time, I'm not even ruling out those things for myself. But I feel like things are very skewed. I was on um, in a Facebook um, skincare group the other day. I hate Facebook, but I popped in there. <laughs> and there was a 21-year-old. She was like, about to organize Botox to get rid of my 11s. Anybody got any um, additional things that I should be doing? And I was like, 21? I mean, that's where we show, you know, the 11s is like the place between your eyebrows, as you know, where you can like frown and show stress. And she's 21. She wants to get rid of that now. And I was like, so when she's 31, 41, what will she have to do then? Do you know what I mean? Because as far as I'm, if you're absolutely. 21, you're you're good. <laughs> like I wish I was 21. I know, absolutely. But it's also um, uh, the knowledge is not out there. First of all, why wrinkles happen, and I don't uh, demonize wrinkles at all. I think they are part of your life, and they should be there at some point. Um, even though I do oftentimes say how to get rid of wrinkles, mm. it, it helps you. But I personally, I'm absolutely not against it. And also in terms of Nicole Kidman, um, she is probably pressured by her other peers and mm. other women to mm. get certain roles and look the um, look the part, right? Mm. And so I think it's not an issue of, well, it's, it's, a, it's a trend, mm. Um uh, to look young and um, the trend should be maybe iterated or worked on to really feel good about ourselves mm. but it I mean this is not a quick fix right this is mm. like a, how do you say a cultural uh, oh. notion yeah. we need to um, work on because imagine if it's socially accepted that you have wrinkles and people or men find you still sexy because they are trained that this is a normal-looking, beautiful mm, woman. Mm. It's not normal to look like this when you are 50. No. And um, it's just, yeah, it's, um, it needs it's some, I don't know, cultural change needs to happen. Oh, I don't know to, how. We're already struggling with so many is, other things. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. But that's why I'm so, how do you say, um, focused on this, self-love conversation mm. because if you really start to accept and like yourself you are more confident to say no I'm good how I am I don't need to look like her um when I'm 50 years old and she's 20 mm. I I had my fair share of life I'm happy I uh, take every day as a present or as a gift mm. and um these are the signs of my life nevertheless you can't really um how do you say, work on that, that you yeah. really age gracefully and beautifully. Mm, there mm. are women like Lauren Hutton or, mm. I don't know, um, some other actresses which never have ever done anything to their faces, but they look gorgeous, even in their 50s, 60s, because they're confident women. And this mm. is something I try to, especially to my younger audience, to 
kind of like communicate because mm. I have a lot of young girls. Some some of them are 13 writing me thinking, I don't like my face. I don't like my nose. I don't like my eyes. And I was like, no, you look gorgeous in your own way and you should be proud. And it's more a mental thing rather mm. than a, a visual thing because those girls truly, I mean, I'm not telling anyone uh, I'm not lying to them. I truly find them gorgeous. And still, they cannot believe it. They're like, yes, but I have this and here and that. I was like, no, you are completely beautiful. Mm. You need to believe it. But it took me also a while. I mean, I'm uh, this year turning 30. And it just like for the last two years, I realized to not really criticize myself. But it's how did really you realize? I mean, that is so upsetting to me that a 13 year old would be reaching out to you to say that. Like, where, who, uh, it makes me think, who else has she got in her life to like give her that stability to be like, don't even, don't worry about that. Um, but how I did think you it's get a journey? To... Yeah. yeah. Well, she's got a long way to go, but that's obviously years of maybe she's had social media longer than she should have and she's just seen the you know the contour and the eyebrows and you know people don't even realize that many of the makeup artists that you might follow when they're working on a model they've got you know clips in and tape on to give that really pulled and they're like 24 you know um but how did you do that though how did you decide for yourself that was it because you'd come from the modeling background and did you feel like this isn't good for me or I I was always interested in kind of like self-improvement and how to grow not only uh, how to say from the outside but also from the inside so mm. I started with uh, meditation I really looked inwards and I always tried to find also what is really my passion what I what do I want to give back to people these are questions which cannot be answered like within five minutes thinking of them it's a process and um, it's kind of like facial exercises really empowered me to like myself more because I can, it's just, um, uh, my face is literally, uh, in my, the fate of my face is in my own hands, you mm-hmm. know, literally, because I wake up, yes, I look also puffy. I sometimes, um, even though I always say you need to try to sleep on the back, it's sometimes not okay. happening for me either, right? I try. So, um, <laughs> I wake up, I also have, um, lines and sometimes, but you know what? I'm not looking like um, looking at myself anymore in the mirror in the morning and saying like, "Oh my God, you look so bad," mm. because this is um, negative self-talk. I'm looking at myself like, you know what? Don't worry, we can fix this. You know, and but fix this in a not in a, um, a how do you say a passive way, but yeah. really do something. And whatever it is, it is. So it's it's still a process. It's not like um, I'm waking up and I'm feeling always like uh, yeah. I woke up like this. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, it's really yeah, it's just the process. There's like this um, author I really really love. Her name is Louise Hay, and she talks about um, self love a lot and about affirmations and all that. And I just love that because um, if you talk positively to yourself, that translates into anything you do into anything with whom you are communicating and in the end I believe that could really help us all be kinder people in a kinder mm. world so um, it is maybe a little bit um, idealistic or like I maybe live in my little small world believing this but 
uh, you know, you, you need to start from somewhere. So, yeah. Mm. I wanted to talk to you about um, just the concept of touch because you said as you got more into the facial exercises, you started to feel better. And part of me is like, is that because you are literally in touch with your skin? Because so many people, like you can wake up in the morning and just criticize straight away and just put things on it. But I feel like with your facial exercise, you're just, you know, taking time out, to really like feel your face, feel how it feels, feel progress. If you've been doing it for a while, feel if something doesn't feel quite right, if the breakout is coming, like how, I just wanted you to talk about touch really, like how we can get in touch with ourselves. So as you mentioned, a lot of times um, you mentioned the word feel, right? Um, so it is a matter of feeling and being intuitive and really starting a communication through your hands with your skin. And this doesn't happen if you quickly use a brush and put uh, some makeup on. This happens through slowly um, creating an awareness, like by touching several times maybe your jawline, which is, sounds super random. You kind of like at the fifth or eighth time realize, oh, I have a little knot there. This is tense. And why is that? Mm -hmm. Because everything which is happening in our faces is due to stress, due to some, I don't know, maybe uh, poor diet, poor sleep, um, anything else in the outside world. So it's right away an indicator. Why is my jaw tense? Why am I clenching my teeth in the evening? What, how was my day yesterday? And um, what were my thoughts? So it's all connected. And then um, as we, as I also said, trying to be kind and positive translates right away into your face because you have muscles which pull up and then you have muscles which pull mm. down. And if you already like close your eyes and think positive thoughts, you feel something is lifting right away. If you have uh, negative thoughts constantly and you are grumpy and everything is annoying you, everything will completely pull down. And so in the end, it's a translation and it's just through touch, getting the awareness. There's also like this meditation where you just sit and observe your body. And uh, just, uh, how do you say, do check-ins oh, through every the... step of your body. Yeah. And this is basically the same for your face, um, from the neck to, to your head. And it's also without judging. It's because it's just like exercising. It's not only to beautifying, but also to check in with yourself on a daily basis, see how everything is going, see how everything is developing, rather than not doing anything completely having being out of touch with your face and suddenly after years waking up realizing you have wrinkles and then running to the doctor and getting getting uh, a needle into mm, your face mm. but again i'm not judging those people who are doing this because it's your body it's your choice i do not want to demonize it because everybody's on their own journey but for me personally i just realized it really helped me so mm. i have a lot of friends also Say, I felt so stressed in the morning. I did the exercises to feel good. It's not only about um, beautifying, mm, which it mm. does. Because for me, health is beauty. That's, uh, that's what it is. You know, like uh, for me, artificial something is not beautiful. You need to be healthy inside and out. And this translates on how you look. That's what um, my philosophy is to that. So tell me about you personally like obviously it's amazing that you have these tools at hand that you can do for yourself but 
What's the, is there a time when you feel like, when do you feel the most you or the most centered, the most beautiful? I feel the most beautiful or the most um, happy when I'm present. When I'm present and when I am not having tons of things in my mind. And again, it's more a mental thing than a um, beauty thing. But when I'm present and looking into the mirror and really also telling myself I like myself, this makes me happy. And also, I feel beautiful to look back on my progress, to... um, yeah, like, I I don't know. It really depends on the mood also, on the hormones, you know. Oh, of course, uh, yeah. <laughs> a couple of days before my period, I also probably am not the <laughs> be aware for sure <laughs> or when I'm hungry or something. <laughs> but in terms of feeling beautiful, yeah, it's just um, a holistic thing, being in the present moment, feeling good, feeling happy, and uh, this translates right away into beauty, I would say. So I feel like I have to ask you, if there is one facial exercise that anybody can do to just feel better, what would you advise? Um, to feel better and honestly to look better is to smile. Oh, and, <laughs> and you know why? Because people ask me, oh, but when I'm smiling, I have these uh, laugh lines. Yeah. I don't want them. And I was like, yeah, well, it's, uh, it's uh, how do you say, um, you either don't have them laugh lines, but everything else will pull down. But um, it's smiling uh, activates so many muscles in our face, which pull up. And so if you smile a lot, it really trains your cheeks, your under eyes, everything to pull up. And um, it also then communicates to your brain, oh, she's happy. Therefore, also happy hormones are released. So you can really trick your brain into I have even an exercise in my program where you look into the where you have to look into uh, like to me into mm-hmm. the video and smile for over 40 seconds oh and it God. initially sounds super weird I'm like okay <laughs> I need to smile now but after a certain time the brain gets the signal oh something is happening something some um she's happy for some reason and this translates into your entire well-being so I also have these lines and it doesn't matter. It can have all kinds of different causes, like your bite, like maybe you have an overbite Mm. or something. But I think this is the least problem when you are a positive person. So the best exercise is truly to smile. I was Um, not expecting that. I was waiting (laughs) for you to just like start showing me something. There are other amazing um, exercises to do, but um, I think... If you are smiling for two minutes into the mirror and look at yourself, try that. Really, really try that and put a timer because you probably will feel silly after 10 seconds. Like, oh, I'm not doing this. (laughs) Do it for two minutes, smile and look into yourself. And people sometimes cannot do it. It takes courage to look into your own face and smile and say also kind words. It's a process because we're just trained to be so harsh on ourselves. For sure. And so smile and you will absolutely look more attractive to other people you will feel better and you also engage other muscles the right muscles to uh, in the long run um mm. lift your face because there's gr- grand grand uh, you you see old grand ladies walking the street who look so adorable <laughs> because they're smiling you know? yeah so because there's also <laughs> the other the other older ladies that just look 
miserable and it makes you feel that they're older also than perhaps they are. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's clearly a mindset thing. Um, I feel like this has been, I think it's actually, was it yesterday was like a full year of lockdown or something. And yeah. it's just been such a hard time. So I think when I asked you, I was like, what can everyone do? I was like, you've given me the perfect answer because anyone can smile. You you don't need anything else to do that. So Yeah, I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of these um how do you say methods where you where I'm not telling you to buy something. You know, I get a lot of questions like I have this stone, I have this roller, I have this tool and you know what? Your best tools are your hands mm. and um, your facial muscles. It just needs a little bit more um, dedication to do it. But it's, it's, again, a mental thing. Your best tools are truly your hands for your face. Okay, so this is the last question now. And it's a very just open one. I would love to know what advice you have just for people right now in this moment who just want to feel better. Ooh. I mean, I come just personally, as you know, from a rough patch. I moved um, cities and things. And um, I'm reading into a lot of this because I am in this place to kind of like make myself feel good. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first thing is to um, accept the fact that there is no such thing to always feel good. And to appreciate the moment and to touch base with yourself when you feel good, to really appreciate it and really um, embrace it and feel it to the fullest. But also embrace and feel your emotions you're currently feeling. Because I have also my sad moments and I'm sometimes sitting crying, sobbing, or like um, I have dark clouds over my head. But I also embrace it and try to really feel and get into it. So um, what really helped me is um, these three morning pages to get really just everything off my brain. Uh, journaling, it sounds, I mean, every therapist would tell you, just journal. Um, then what else? Really try to cut the negative talk towards yourself. And I even have that sometimes. I wake up and like, oh, I haven't done as much as I wanted for my job and I wanted to do this and this. But try to step back, especially in this, period of time and be like you know what I've been I went through the day this is already an achievement and as long as I have a roof over my head I have food on my table I have at least one person to call this is already three amazing pluses some people might not have mm -hmm. and so try to really be thankful and see the positive um and yeah I, I've been as you, as you know like through some rough patches but I always think everything is a blessing in disguise so nothing happens to you but for you and I truly believe that and I truly think through every shitty situation there's something good to come out of thanks so much for listening you can find me on instagram at beauty me podcast and feel free to slide into the dms do please like subscribe and review it really helps beauty me be seen